Blessings, everyone. Come on in. Come on in. Hopefully, you guys are having a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful day. Today is August. Is it the 14th? 2020. All right, you guys. We made it. Be grateful and be happy that you got a chance to see this day. But today's episode is entitled, The Divine Design. This morning I woke up and I prayed and I was reading and I opened one of my books. Um, I have many of books that I read, but I opened one of my books and in my book it says this. If it's mine, I can't lose it. If it is not mine, I don't want it. Except the Lord build the house. They labor in vain that built it. And in this journey called life, because you're always on a journey, whether you know that or not, that resonated with me. And it stood out to me because what it was telling me is that in these hours to not lean into your own understanding but trust with your, in your Lord with all that you have within you and pray and hope and act on the principles of faith in which he has bestowed in you and which he has revealed to you One of the things of life journey is that you always remember that it is a creator and and he is the reason for your existing and being. He gives you life again and he can cause you to die. No one else can claim that over no one life. You know, no one can claim that. Especially when it comes to the soul. In fact, man's soul has a mystic relation with the divine creator, the divine being. So, one thing about Allah is that he knows what we do openly and he knows what we conceal. So, this message today is is talking about embellishing the mind. Embellishing the mind with beautiful, beautiful, beautiful affirmations or beautiful scriptures or just beautiful visions that is in accordance to his divine will or that, I'm sorry, excuse me, that is in accordance to what he has for you in your life. I woke up and I turned to the Quran this morning. And in it I was reading um, the chapter 7 called The Elevated Places. And in The Elevated Places, I opened up 
um, chapter 2, section 2. And it's called The Devil's Opposition to Man. And it says, and, and, and we indeed created you, then fashioned you. Then we said to the angels, make submission to Adam. So they submitted except a bliss. He was not of those who submitted. He said, what hindered thee that thou didst not submit when I commanded thee? He said, I am better than he. Thou hast created me of fire, while thou hast created him of dust. He said, Then go forth from this state, for it is not for thee to behave proudly therein. Go forth, therefore, surely thou art of the abject ones. He said, Respite me to the day when they are raised. He said, Thou art surely of the respited one. He said, as thou hast adjudged me to Aaron, I will certainly lie in wait for them in thy straight path. Then I shall certainly come upon them from before them, from behind them, and from their right and from their left. And thou wilt not find most of them thankful. He said, get out of it, despised, driven away. Whoever of them will follow thee, I will certainly fill hell with you all. And we said, O Adam, dwell thy and thy wife in the garden, so eat from whence you desire, but go not near this tree, lest you become of the unjust. But the devil made an evil suggestion to them, that he might make manifest to them that which he had hidden from them of their shame. And he said, Your Lord has forbidden you this tree, lest you become angels or become the immortal. And he and he swore to them both, Surely I am sincere advisor to you. Then he caused them to fall by deceit. So when they had tasted of the tree, their shame became manifest to them. And they both began to cover themselves with the leaves of the garden. And their Lord called to them, Did I not forbid you that tree? And say to you that the devil is surely your open enemy? They said, Oh, our Lord, we have wronged ourselves. And if thou forgive us not and have not mercy on us, we shall certainly be of the losers. He said, Go forth, some of you, the enemies of others. And there is for you in the earth an abode and a provision for a time. He said, therein shall you live and therein shall you die. And therefrom shall you be raised. O children of Adam, we have indeed sent down to you clothing to cover your shame. And clothing for beauty. And clothing that guards against evil. That is the best. This is the message of Allah. That they may be mindful, O children of Adam, let not the devil seduce you as he expelled your parents from the garden, pulling off from them their clothing, that he might show them their shame. He surely sees you, he as well as his host, from whence you see them not, surely have made the devils to be the friends of those who believe not. And when they come in in, in in indecency, they say, we found our fathers doing this, 
And Allah hasn't joined it on us. Say, surely Allah enjoins not indecency. Do you say of Allah what you know not? And they say, my Lord enjoys justice and set up bright your faces in every time of prayer and call on him being sincere to him in obedience. As he brought you into being, so shall you return. So a party he has guided and another party prediction is justly their due. Surely they took the devils for friends instead of Allah. And they think that they are rightly guided. O oh, children of Adam, attend to your adornments at every time of prayer and eat and drink and be not prodigal. Surely he loves not the prodigal. That was Elevated Places, Chapter 7, Section 2. Now, what I've learned about that, I was reading that. And in the creation of man from dust, it says, frequently referred to the Holy Quran, not only is Adam created from dust, but all men are spoken of as being similarly created. As a contrast, man's creation from dust, the devil claims to have, have been created from fire. So the meaning maybe be that that pre-predominates the elements of the creation of man is earth, while in that of the devil is fire. So there may be like a reference here to the nature of the temperaments of the two classes of men and devils. So the Holy Quran says elsewhere, man is created of haste, which means he is hasty in like the manners of the devil's creation of fire may mean that he has a fiery temperament, quick temper, easily angered, lives off emotions, you know, while the perfect man is humble and meek, being created of dust, which stands for humility and meekness. So this description is given here, man stands for prominent characteristics of the temperaments of the two classes of beings. So, the devil grip, and this is what it's talking about with the embellishing of the mind, is that the degradation has already been the punishment of those who oppose the prophets of God. He abases those who consider themselves mighty. Like, you know, we all have been there. We consider ourselves mighty or arrogant. You know, I'm the, I am the best. I am the mighty. I am, I am this. I am that. I, I'm so supreme. I am all these great things. And it's okay. But always remember that the meek will inherit the earth. And I always have to put that in my own mind. You know? Put that in my own mind. You don't want to be conformed to this world. But you want to be transformed by renewing the mind. And when you embellish the mind, you you embellish it with good scriptures that aspire. You pray because prayer helps the heart to aspire to greater things which pleases the creator. So the devil's grip continues only so long as man is not spiritually raised to life. So the raising here stands for the spiritual resurrection of man. 
if the resurrection is meant, the significance will be that the devil will mislead man so as long as he lives on earth. <laughs> See, the best of clothing. So it's, it, it, in the Quran, it deals with the conscious, the mindsets. Remember, I was teaching you guys before about the three conscious the three mindsets in which we all have. We have the animalistic mindset, in which we commit all kind of evil and we don't even care about what we do. You know, we, we could do anything and everything. So them people are guided from their bellies, you know, whether they are overeaters or whether they are um, uh, um, undereaters or whatever, what you know, whatever the case may be, or whether they're highly sexual, like they can't control their passion, or they just act like animals, you know, like they don't think about what they do. All you gotta do is study the animals, and you start seeing some of the characteristics, you like in a snake, like you know, or like in a dog, or like in a cat, or whatever the case may be. They have those characteristics that sin don't even touch them because. An animal doesn't have um, the voice of reasoning. That that means an animal cannot determine truly what's wrong from what's right. You know, he just acts. He don't think about it. He just acting. You know, we all are guilty of that, whether we know it or not. You know, we've all been through that stage. But you evolve because now the the conscious, the human conscious, and you start to think about. Oh man, I shouldn't have done that or or oh man, that wasn't right for me to do or that wasn't right for me to say and you know and now I I'm I'm I feel kind of bad. You start feeling a certain way. You you want to start changing for the better. So, now you evolving out of the human stage into the highest stage of evolution and that is the God conscious stage. So, in order to get into the God conscious stage, you have to have something that that you have to go by that keep your mind embellished with nothing but good things so good things can bring up good vision. And when you have good vision, you act on those good visions and you keep on acting because you're working your faith. You know, because faith without works become dead. So, you work and you act the principles of the faith and what you know. You know, so the consciousness of having done something unworthy to oneself, the surest way to the attainment of perfection. So when you do something wrong, you start to think about it. That's when the devil misleads you. That's the the, the devil mind. It, it comes and it casts an evil suggestion to you and say, go ahead and do it, girl. Go on, go on and steal that and, and go ahead on. You can do it. And then you walk away it. And you start to think about it. Well, man, I shouldn't have done that. But if you were in your animalistic mindset, you would have been like, I don't care. You put that and you suppress that and you push that all the way to the back of your mind where you start to make excuses on reason why you should be doing it. You know, if it wasn't for her, if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for this, if it wasn't for that, you start to justify reason why you're doing the act that is forbidden or the act that 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 takes away from the beauty of the mind. So the covering with the leaves of the garden is the desire to make up 
human effort any fault that have may have been committed. So the co- the clothing that guards against evil, which is spoken of in verse 26, and that's the clothing uh, that guards against evil, which is the best clothing that you might be mindful of. You know, and that clothing is the divine revelation. You know, in the divine revelation, you'll get aspiration and, and it, it teaches you principles and morals and teaches one how to get into the God consciousness, you know, where you fear nothing but Allah and that you only uh, uh, um, worship in just the one true living God and you associate none with him and know that he does not have a partner in none of his creation. So he is the creator of all the creation. And so you start to start to embellish the mind because then it puts faith in you to help you to bring up good, clear vision in which you can act on. Now you can start believing in yourself because you know that the God, the creator of all creation is backing you up. And if it's divinely your right to have it, you will receive it. But you have to keep on putting a beautiful picture in the mindset. You have to keep on seeing it before it even comes to comes to play. You got to keep the vision. You got to embellish the vision. You have to keep the mind and don't let the devil put doubt in you. Don't let the devil seduce you and believe that you can't have it. Don't let the devil think that this person over here is better or I'm better than that person. So don't get so caught up into your your vision that you start losing sight of of the God consciousness, you know. So you, you, the divine revelation, it points out to man the true way of enabling him to cover himself or guard him against evil. And so the pulling off them, so when you start pulling off them, both their clothing, that he might make show their shame, covering with the leaves of the garden is like an allegorical statement. So when you cover it like with the leaves of the garden, that just means the cloth that is clothing for the body is not meant here. It's just like clear from the fact that all men are warned against a similar attack of the devil. As the clothing of which Adam was divested, there remains no doubt when it sees that he, the devil, tries to divest every child of Adam of the same clothing. So it is the clothing that guards against evil, and by their sayah, it's meaning that the evil that afflicted them on account of their disobedience. So it just make it revealed to you what, what it is that you've done. Because you've done something and you disobeyed what what was told of you to do. Now you have to feel the shame of what you did. Because you should. When you do something wrong, you should feel bad. If you do something wrong, you don't feel bad. Then you got to rethink that. You know, you have to start thinking about why I don't feel some type of way about that. You know, so you want the you want that type of mindset because that helps to correct the inner being. It beautifies the inner person. It brings up the inner person, the God person that's in you, that lay doormat in all of us, and we all struggle. It's a journey. It ain't no, it ain't. It's a marathon, and it, it ain't no uh, fast or slow pace. It's just a, a steady pace. You know. That's the that's what you that's what you want to strive for. So the clothing at first 
simply served to the covering of the shame. So with further progress, men sought to embellish their person with it. But there is yet a third kind of clothing that the Quran speaks of, which regards to, and that's the clothing of holiness. Literally, the the clothing that guards against evil, it indicates a further step in the progress of man. For virtue is an embellishment of the mind. And when man has seen the good of embellishing his person, he will soon be aware of the necessity of embellishing his mind. So, the thing is this. It all boils down to divine unity. What is good and what is right. Okay? So, it is, 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 is about, life is about, um, keeping a good vision, you know, life is about seeing good and all, you know, life is about looking past faults, looking past flaws, you know, look, life is about being uh, submissive to others, you know, life is about aspiring to a higher or a God consciousness of what will help you to become a better being internally. You know, life is about inspiration, inspiring others. Life is about um, submitting to others. You know, you 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 are are servicemen. You know, you you supposed to help serve the community. You supposed to help help bring about a change in the community. But it all everything starts within our own person, and what we think. What that in that heart, what we think is that what we become. So a man thinketh in his heart, it's so easy for him to become that. And you guys, all you got to do is look around every day. You start to see how the people or how we as people embellish our minds with different things, you know. So I, I just wanted to give that little insert that I had that was that I'm struggling with you know and I and I encourage everyone to say kind words to one another and 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 and, and believe in the one God you living in those end days it ain't no time to be taking other guys outside of the creator of the creation you know and pick up the phone call and talk to the loved ones you hadn't spoke with mend those relationships get back close to one another put away our differences and walk in the name of love you know so i'm just telling you that um in these times let's get it together people we all we have you know and if we all we have let's become one that's the that's the whole thing about the meek inheriting the earth, you know. Um, is that the meek gonna inherit the earth? The humble gonna inherit the earth, and when the humble start inheriting the earth, there we have it. It's gonna be a whole another uh, a, a new world life. It's gonna be walking in peace. So I just ask you, and I pray that everyone have a safe day and a beautiful day, and. Um, and keep your duty to a lot and I'm going to leave out on stepping in the name of love because we all should be doing that alright have a good one God bless peace and blessings to you
Move in the name of love. Move in the name of love. Move in the name of love. 